Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. We are all domestic terrorists. We are all domestic terrorists. We are all domestic Please welcome terrorists. 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 Regular listeners to Frederick's Mindsing know that I work very hard to avoid using the label terrorist. But if a group of people choose to identify themselves as terrorists, I feel obligated to oblige them. If they self-identify as terrorists, then I'll call them terrorists. Ladies and gentlemen, we are all domestic terrorists. Domestic, domestic, domestic terrorists. 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 So what is a domestic terrorist? Let's check with the FBI. See what they say. Domestic terrorism, violent, criminal acts committed by individuals and or groups to further ideological goals stemming from domestic influences, such as those of a political, religious, social, racial, or environmental nature. So violent criminal acts carried out by groups to promote a particular agenda, idea, or agenda. That sounds like the conservatives at those CPAC meetings. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. We are all domestic terrorists. We are all domestic terrorists. We are all domestic Please welcome terrorists. Please welcome terrorists. Please welcome terrorists. Welcome terrorists. Terrorist. Welcome, please, terrorists. Welcome, terrorists. Welcome, terrorists. Welcome. At the end of 2020, a fellow named Brian from Palmetto called into a WMNF talk show hosted by Mark Biro, former host Mark Biro, and he laid out very clearly what the Republicans' intentions were going to be. And what we'd be going through today, clearly it was already established that there was going to be violence, there was going to be threats, and there was going to be a, a refusal to accept Joe Biden's victory. Let's talk to Brian and Palmetto. Hello, Brian. Hello. I am a Trump supporter, and I have a few things here. I it very well could end up in civil war. And let me assure you... Civil war over what? Okay, okay. no, well, the, um, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Let me tell you something, pal. 74 million people voted for Donald Trump. And yes. If you, think, if you think that the next four years there's going to be harmony, it is going to be hell on earth for the next four years because these people aren't going to stop congregating and and rallying not just for Donald Trump. They're going to start, they're going to continue. These people are not going to get tired. There's normal people and then there's Trump supporters. There's going to be a civil war. Civil war. There's going to be a civil war. There's going to be a civil war. There's going to be a civil war. I want to be on the side with the guns, pal. Guns. I want to be on the side with the guns, pal. I want to I want to be a civil war. I want to be a civil war. I want to gun foul. I want to gun foul. I want to gun foul. With a mini shot, a lot are gonna die. 
I want a gun belt. Think of this. It's not even possible. Shot, killed, died. People shot, people died. Think of it. War. Civil war. Civil war.
home with him and perhaps sharing it with our enemies. That's bad. Uh, don't get me wrong. That's really bad. I don't think he should get away with it. Otherwise, other people are going to think that they can get away with it in the future. But more importantly is he has to be prosecuted for his election denial and the attack on the Capitol on January 6th. I mean, we already know they're going to deny the results of the next election if they don't like the outcome. And I'm reminded of that whole thing about bullies. A bully denies your reality. He'll take your hat away. You say, give me back my hat while he holds it up out of your reach. And he'll look you in the eye and say, I don't have your hat. Where's your hat? What hat are you talking about? What election victory? Whose election victory? I don't see Joe Biden having an election victory. I see Donald Trump won. And if you don't think Donald Trump won, then just take his election victory away from me. I'll fight you for it. You can be assured that the majority of these politicians that are running their mouths aren't going to be doing any of the fighting. We've got all these petty, wimpy little guys. I mean, they're, they're not necessarily little, but they're all soft. They couldn't take a punch. Victor Orban, Donald Trump, Lindsey Graham, even Josh Hawley. Good old jogging Josh. They're all these pretend tough guys. And then they stir up the, the real ones, the ultraviolet members of our society who are looking for a fight all the time. The current Republican Party has made explicitly clear to us that they are not interested in policy ideas or improving the lives of other people. They simply want power for themselves, and they will use violence and threats of violence to attain that power. If the United States Department of Justice dare to enforce the law, tough guys like Lindsey Graham are going to come along and threaten us with violence, riots in the streets. If there's a prosecution of Donald Trump for mishandling classified information, there'll be riots in the street. 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 prosecution of Donald Trump for classified information debacle there'll be riots in the streets good riots good riots good riots Donald Trump presented job mishandling classified information Donald Trump presided over and riots in the streets streets did a hell of a good job did a hell of a good job 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 a good job
At this point in time, we cannot view election denial after all the evidence that's been in and tested and how many times it's been to court. It's hard to view it as anything else but another form of bullying. Truth destruction. Truth destruction. Truth destruction. Truth destruction. It's a big lie. Destruction. It's a big lie. Truth I don't think the percentage of the American people that are willing to use violence as their primary form of political persuasion has increased any. But what I think is significantly different is this is the first time that the United States has had a political party that's willing to go along with the threats and even utilize the threats. And you listen to some of the things that Donald Trump says, and they're a good deal different than the traditional appeals to peaceful transitions of power. And while Trump may not be making direct threats of violence, he doesn't do anything to tamp down or discourage others from making those threats. But as I said, I don't think there's any more of them. They just have a bigger megaphone. Thanks to social media. The media is the message. We used to communicate with pamphlets. And you just had to pick one up and read it. Now we got instantaneous communication to people's pockets. And there's less time for contemplation. People respond quickly and emotionally. And that's what works. The hot take, not the deep contemplation. It's not that kind of medium. There's actually algorithms designed to keep people in those agitated states of engagement. Enraged engagement. Enragement. 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 We are living with the results, trying to adapt. Having a large portion of our populace in a continuous state of enragement. I think there's always been people that look for things to get angry about. I don't think there was such an endless supply of stuff and people that were actually profiting from the anger so readily. And also very efficiently deliver the material needed to maintain that level of enragement. And people prone to that kind of anger also tend not to be very influenced by counterfactual information or evidence. They have a remarkable ability to just cut it. Something I've observed from interacting with conservatives for a very long time is they have an ability of just saying no. Hey, 
That's what. What's your name? Nancy Reagan was all about. Just say no. And they just say no, and ideas just die. It's not no, I disagree with you, and that they present something as an alternative. It's just no. No, we're not considering that. No, we're not going to think about it anymore. No, I don't want it to be true. I don't want to know. I was just thinking of, well, actually multiple things, but one particular fellow, and after he asked me, and I checked whether Robert Mueller was a Republican, and he asked, I didn't bring it up the next time I saw him, but he asked me, and I said, yep, registered Republican, District of Columbia. He just said, no. He didn't ask me what my source of information was, nor did he offer me any uh, contrary evidence. Just no. 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 I don't want to know that Trump lost the election. I don't want to know that human activity plays a significant role in the climate change. I don't want to know. And my behavior is very similar to followers of other fascistic leaders in the past. No, no I don't want no, it to be true. No, no. no I don't no, want to no, know. That my behavior is selfish, stupid, and regressive. Oh, I will just say no. No, 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 no. no. It's a, it's a thought-terminating word for them, much like cliches are. My late father-in-law had a favorite of, oh, they're all corrupt. They're all the same. So that meant the discussion was over. Even though you had been talking about Republican corruption, and he offered no evidence of Democratic corruption as a, you know, alternative, or to balance things out, or to support his assertion, he would simply assert, ah, they're all corrupt. And then he just wouldn't think about it anymore, and vote Republican because they'd cut his taxes. Thinking process complete. Done. Regarding the threats of violence, I'm going to read a quote from a social critic named Theodore Rozak from in the Salt Lake Tribune. People try nonviolence for a week. When it does not work, they go back to violence, which hasn't worked for centuries. And if it sounds like I'm going after the uh, conservatives and the Republican Party in the United States of America today, uh, in particular, uh, that's because I am, but it's not because I think they are evil, despite how their actions appear to an outside observer. I, uh, I think, actually, they're more stupid uh, and fearful to a degree, but primarily stupid. 
have to say. And to paraphrase Margaret Atwood, stupidity is the same as evil, if you look at the results. And I think what I find most disturbing in our current political atmosphere is when I see people like Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham, Marco Rubio, they say stuff that they obviously are too intelligent to believe, but they say it because by being dumb or acting stupid, they increase the likelihood that they will be reelected. It's a form of performative moronics. Once you hear that term, you'll see it everywhere. I do. So in closing, I'd just like to say that if you're capable of it, please vote in November. It may be the last time you get a chance for a very long time. Because if the Republicans gain control of the Congress in November, the results of elections are going to be Meaningless, 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 meaningless.